0: Hey friends, welcome back to the Super Glue podcast. I'm your host Meredith McNerney and I'm so glad you're here. If you're like me, you're the super glue to so many here. We're going to kick back and relax for a little bit, share in a morning prayer and then gear up for a kick-ass day. Hey, in this episode we will talk about social contagion. That's right, the behaviors and attitudes of others and their influence on us. So let's jump right in. So When we talk about having influence take hold of us, that's our affect, our motivation, our attitudes, it really does come down to the science behind social contagion that essentially employees can spread their moods to other individuals in the workplace through nonverbal cues and posture, facial expressions. Essentially, negative moods are difficult to overcome. And when we see other employees avoiding work, over time, we attend to adopt the same avoidant behavior. Why is that? Well, there's some really great science that we can look to in terms of mirror neurons. That's our uh, brain's way of looking at another person and copying what we see, matching neurons, if you will. But social contagion goes deeper than that. It's about the emotions that are felt through the interactions that are at play among the adults that you spend time with. Now, this is very true with students as well. And we want to talk about this from a student perspective for just a moment to say, if you go into your classroom or you go into your workspace and you are around children and you're bringing in your negative mood. That is going to have a ripple effect across that classroom or in that workspace. And hey, by the way, this is very true at home. Have y'all ever been in a situation where everyone in the house is like, oh, oh what is wrong with mom? Like, mm, mom is in a mood today. Like, what's going on? You know? And it's that same influence that we have because essentially we are behavioral scientists without even knowing it. That is that our behaviors have an impact on others through science, the emotions that are at play. And so without realizing how much our mood impacts each other, we really have to see how this can show up in the workplace, in our homes, in our schools, in our communities. And by the way, when we're working with people who are silently quitting We're going to be influenced to silently quit too. So let's talk about what that means. So silent quitting is a new term. It's a, uh, I guess, a trendy term right now to talk about uh, people who don't quit their jobs. So they don't put their two weeks notice in, but they're at their desk sort of silently quitting inside because they're really just disengaged in the work. And that tends to spread. So having that ripple effect of social contagion can really reduce productivity and also genuinely affect our mood and our motivation. What's really funny about this is I was, uh, you know, finding myself in a place where I was getting a little overwhelmed. I had a lot to do, and I told myself like I just need a little bit of calm, right? So I wanted to change up my mood a little bit and. I did that by having a little alone time and I went upstairs and I was like, I'm going to take a bath. I'm just going to, you know, detox from life for a little bit. And I just, I just need everyone and everything to calm down. So I actually go into the bathroom and I'm like, I'm going to put some music on. And for whatever reason, I felt that it was necessary to whisper to Alexa when I was asking her to play mindfulness music. And so instead of just saying it in a regular voice, I literally whispered. And I said, Alexa, play mindfulness music. And then she comes back at me and goes, playing mindfulness music on Apple Music. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she is whispering back at me. Essentially, Alexa was really picking up on my mood. And she was actually using uh, her ability to... Use uh, that technology to calm her voice down. And I thought it was so funny that, you know, I had no idea that if you whisper at her, she'll whisper back at you. But it's essentially f- important for us to understand that our moods, our language, our tone of voice, our cadence all has a lot to do with how we impact one another. And so we need to begin to shift this culture and move social contagion forward in a way that is positive and healthy, that supports us to be able to have healthy relationships and manage our thoughts and emotions effectively so that we're not so influenced by negative social contagion. So let's take a look at this and dig down deeper in terms of some things that we can do. First of all, a positive mood can boost performance. So we just talked about a negative mood can decrease productivity and performance, put people in a bad mood, have a ripple effect and lead to silent quitting. So we want to do the opposite. Right. And the first thing we want to do is think about our triggers. What are the triggers that we have for unpleasant emotions? So, for example, you know, if you know there is a certain person that you work with and every time you walk by them, they're just sort of a trigger for you. They just really are. Be careful with them. You've heard me talk on the podcast before about how I call these my coronavirus people. These are the people I need to stay six feet apart from. I need to distance from. I need to avoid and not be in their space for more than 15 minutes. And um, I would say even a lot less than that if they're a trigger for you. Being really mindful of your triggers, whether it comes to triggers that happen because you are in the space of someone or triggers that happen because there's a particular emotion that tends to set you off and lead you to negativity. So for me, mine is anything that's not efficient. Oh my gosh, that is such a trigger for me. When people or systems or organizations or myself are plagued with inefficiency, I cannot stand it. It's like wasting time is just, I don't know, it just rouses me up. It takes away my calm. It just Oh, I just get in the worst mood. I'll come in the house like so annoyed, you know, if I feel like I'm a part of something that is just wasting time and we're not getting things done. I used to work on a curriculum team and we would sit around a desk and wordsmith a paragraph for like an hour. And I just, oh, I hate it. It makes me cringe to even think about it. So knowing what your triggers are, are going to help you to make a concerted effort to be aware of yourself when those triggers happen. And you can make an effort to arrive at your workplace in an upbeat frame of mind, change those routines. If you're irritated by some trigger that happened and be aware, if you have a trigger, take a breath, walk away and watch your body language. Because the more you bring that body language into the next situation, the more those gestures and your facial expressions and your negativity is then going to be read by someone else. So be really careful of how your body is impacted. So keep an eye out for, you know, messages that are conveyed, right? And when we think about communication, especially with text or emails, we have to be really, really careful of how we're using language that could convey social contagion. Because if I write an email, essentially, that comes across as a little bit direct and and uh, maybe. Um, cutting and just really just the tone is one that's not open and, you know, thinking about the other person or the tone is really short, then I'm going to inevitably invite uh, the opportunity, if you will, for some negativity into that conversation, that communication, even though it is just an email or text. And I've done this before. I've been in a hurry or I've used voice text and I've, you know, rambled um, just to get to the point. But, And I think I'm doing a good thing, but I'm kind of like all over the place. So then that can really lead to confusion, right? So we have to think about when we are emailing, we are texting, what message do we want to convey? And if we're not careful about the feelings inside of that message, we are going to end up costing ourselves more time because a person on the receiving end will inevitably feel it. And by the way, the most important thing that we can do to... Keep control of our emotions is prayer. And I absolutely believe that with prayer, we can shift that emotional state that we're feeling. Emotions are contagious. And if we're going to foster positive emotions and really work on deflecting negative emotions, sometimes we have to walk away and pray and breathe. And when we do that, we're able to get a hold of ourselves so that we're not spreading negative emotions and titus three ten says as for a person who stirs up division after warning him once and then twice have nothing more to do with him y'all this is biblical if there are people in your life who are causing division they are stirring it up talk to them about it talk to them about it again but if it does not change and this person continues to stir it up and cause negativity in your life and they're pouring their negativity all over you, do your best to have nothing to do with them. And sometimes we can't avoid the bad boss. We're still working there and you know, we, we there's nothing we can do in terms of complete avoidance. But we can be mindful before we walk into a meeting with that person to not let them change our mood. And to be aware of how that person may be spreading social contagion, and for us to try some of the tips that we just talked about, along with prayer to be able to shift the mood. And Timothy, 2 Timothy, verse 3 through 5 says, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. Essentially, there are people that are going to use their power to show that they are right, that they are in charge, that they are. Essentially better than you. And we have to avoid people like that, right? And spend time around people who are uplifting. And I remember a staff member that I worked with, Cindy Hunt. I want to give a big shout out to her. And if you're listening to this podcast and you know her, please uh, give her a hug for me. But she was always a person I would go to when I needed to shift my mood because I knew with her, I was going to get positivity. I wasn't going to hear all the gossip. I could go to her for a hug or a high five and she would just take a moment to listen to me and calm things down a little bit and without even sometimes even realizing it, the social contagion that she gave off was such an impact, were so powerful to me and had such an impact on me. It helped me to then be able to do the right thing when I was under stress and to make good choices as a result. So not everyone is for you, right? And this is, oh my goodness, such a lesson that I've had to learn. I remember uh, another good friend of mine, Denise Hammond, who was, you know, trying to get this in my head as I was a young leader. And I would just only want to see the good in everybody. And there is good in everybody, y'all. I'm not saying that to be negative, but not everyone is right for you. And so there may be good in that person and they may be trying to do good, but they are triggering something in you and there is a misalignment. And then we have to look back at the scripture that says, having the appearance of godliness, that there are people that appear to be holy and good and healthy and positive, And they're really not because they're really just looking to have power. And we have to be really mindful of those people who are looking to put others down. And so in prayer, we can really help ourselves to discern the difference and spend time with people who are going to be contagious in the right way. Father God, thank you so much for the wisdom that you give us in scripture. Help us to avoid people who are ultimately continuing to trigger us. Help us to be brave, however, and speak up when we need to, giving people a chance to understand where there may be disconnect and see, Lord, if we can work through conflict, that I know is your ultimate goal for us, that we will work together and work through conflict and see the good in one another, but also to be aware of how our mood is so greatly impacted by others. Help us to be people who spread hope, who spread positive energy, and that when we give off mirror neurons, that they are uplifting and upbeat and empowering. And they look out for the other person rather than putting people down. Help us to be spreaders of hope and positive emotions in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, super gluer, get out there and have a kick ass day. Bye.